Hey, good morning, and welcome to We Live on a Planet, powered by Anchor FM. What what the heck was that we were just listening to? It sounded like 70s porno music. It's from what? From uh, Fortnite? Oh, Fortnite. A popular game right now that people are playing. Well, it sounded like 70s porno music. My producer uh, playing something from Fortnite. I guess a popular game right now that everybody's been playing except for me. I still do game it, though. Gaming's fun. I have an Xbox One, and I've been playing Far Cry 5 actually solved it just uh, a couple days ago and it was fun that's that's fun it's fun to game i started gaming speaking of 70s way back then pong and then we got the atari and we really stepped up into the world where you have the one button and a joystick there you go it's monday may 21st 2018 and i am happy you're here temperature is currently in a swig of new york or feel it feels pretty chilly it's 46 feels or it's 46 degrees and it feels like it's 44 i live right uh, near Lake Ontario, and so Lake Ontario is still pretty cold, and the winds are coming out of the west at 5 miles per hour right now, but it is going to be 66 degrees and sunny today, so that sounds good. What are we going to talk about today? Some stuff and things. We have our positive quote to start off with the show. I have phone calls, love taking phone calls from you guys, and we've got some of those. We're on day 81 of the secret daily teaching, so we'll get to that as well. Our random fact of the day, and then this day of history, something new that I recently started, and I think that's pretty interesting to kind of think about what happened on this day of history on May 21st, and we'll get into that too. So let's do that. Let's uh, get it right into it. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for coming back. Let's uh, do our motivational quote. Sometimes you don't realize your own strength until you come face-to-face with your greatest weakness. you got to come face-to-face with your greatest weakness. What is your greatest weakness out there? I know for me, mine was alcohol. And when I faced that almost three years ago and went to rehab, I didn't realize how strong I could be because right now today is two years, nine months, and one day sober. And I, I never thought I could beat that. I never thought I was strong enough. And I had to face that. I had to face my greatest weakness, which was alcohol. And it's a struggle every day. Every day. I'm always going to um, be an alcoholic. And I'd like to think of myself, I'd rather go through life thinking I'm an alcoholic than going through life thinking I'm I'm not, you know, because if that's what helps keep me sober, that's what does. I, I, I just totally stay away from alcohol. I haven't had a a drop touch my lips, not to say that I haven't wanted it, not to say that I haven't had to fight it. And um, just a couple days ago, for some reason, alcohol was calling me, and I don't know what, there was something in my life that was stressing me out, and I don't know what it is. And that snake brain or reptile brain in me was telling me, you know, that primal part, just go drink. And uh, that other part of me was like, no, stay away from it. Don't throw away your sobriety over a little bit of stress that you don't even know what it is. Any stresses that we might have that day, just weather it through because it's going to pass. This too shall pass, like they say, you know. And um, yeah, so face your greatest weakness today. Do your best to come face to face with it. And you'll you're, you're realize that you're a lot stronger than you thought. Thank you for allowing me to share that positive quote with you guys. I want to take a couple phone calls from you guys. Let's Before we do that, though, here, uh, strength 
Coyote Oldman. And this is like Native American flute music. And I thought that'd be fun to kind of play something a little trancy on this Monday. So if you're uh, getting your coffee or you're just starting out your morning, you can hear that trance sound and just kind of put you in a good mood. Because it does to me, whenever I hear that sound of the flute, it's mystic. And uh, makes you feel like getting in touch with your inner your inner animal spirit or whatever it might be. And, uh, and then we'll hear from Usher Strength. When we come back, I got some phone calls from you guys, and then we'll get on with the rest of the show. So stay tuned. There's more to come. Face your strength. Or face your weakness today and find your strength. I hope you can. I'll be right back. Hey, Patrick. How are you? I know you're um, possibly doing very well. That was me. my hope and prayer for you. And I just want to come over and stop in and say hi. I don't know, remember the last time I um, left a voice message. I didn't really look at the date, but that's okay. I just wanted to come over and say hello anyway, and hopefully you are doing well. So I will be checking in on you again. So God bless your heart. Take care. And I'll be checking in. Bye. Welcome back, and thank you, Tanika. Tanika Drake calling in to just say hello. And I like that. I like that idea where people know that they can just pick up the phone and say, you know what, I just feel like calling Patrick at We Live on a Planet just to say hello and check in with me. And I appreciate that. So all right, I hope you're doing well. And uh, thanks again for the continued support, Tanika. And go on out and support Tanika as well. You can find her podcast right out here on the Anchor community. And um, she's doing good things. So thank you, my friend. And uh, I do appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, let's take another phone call. It's on line one. We'll be right back. Thanks, Tanika. Hi, Patrick. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. I'm thinking if you're good with a Saturday and I'm good with a Saturday, we should do the co-host. What do you think? Let me know. You know how to reach me. Living with Lisa, keeping it real. Welcome back. And thank you, Lisa, for that phone call. Um, Yeah, let's do it. I think that that would be fun for a Saturday. Um, On Friday's show, I was talking about how um, Anchor has the co-host feature now that I have not used yet. I've been kind of nervous about trying it or whatnot. And uh, I have used the call-in with friends feature that they have. I've used that a couple times, and I haven't used the co-host. So that's what I was talking about on Friday's show about doing that. And so, Lisa... Yes, let's let's try to do something for Saturday. That would be a lot of fun. And um, Lisa is a childhood friend of mine. We went to elementary school together. And then from elementary and then right to graduating. We graduated only 33 of us in my class. It was a small, tiny school here in Oswego, New York. And there was 33 in my graduating class and 176 kids through the whole school. That was 7th through 12th grade. So pretty small. And yeah, that would be fun. I talked to um, you guys Friday about a little bit about um, how Anchor is geared up with Sirius XM as well. Did anybody tune in this weekend and check it out? I did. It was on, I listened Saturday on channel 121 on uh, Sirius XM. I downloaded the app and was able to listen for free. I thought Sirius XM I had to pay for, but I don't. I put the app in, was able to tune in, and it was, it was really cool. It was um, a bunch of podcasts right from Anchor, and uh, talking about medical marijuana and the legalization of marijuana, and it was it was good. I really hope to um, hear more 
from that state uh, from channel 121 on Sirius XM that anchor has collaborated with I thought that was pretty neat so yeah if you are if you if you were kind of held back thinking that you needed to get a subscription to Sirius to listen to that I didn't need one I, I just downloaded the app on my iOS device and was able to tune in they have Saturday and Sunday um, you can find them let's take another phone call we'll be right back thanks Lisa check out living with Lisa keeping it real she's got a podcast out there and it's a lot of fun let's support one another and uh, thank you Lisa I'll be right back Patrick appreciate the message Jacob Jacob's affirmations consistency is key man I appreciate you reminding me of that I see you've been doing your thing for a lot longer than me I have a lot to learn I love the, the production on your podcast. Looking forward to listening to more episodes. Sorry, it took me a minute to get back to you. Still learning how the, uh, the anchor messaging feature works. But I really appreciate you taking the time to leave a message, listening to the episodes. Let's keep building together, man. It's going to be beautiful. Welcome back. Thank you, Jacob. And uh, I appreciate the phone call. Definitely. And I think that consistency is key, you know, just coming out and keeping doing what you're doing and what you're doing is great. I really like the affirmations that you're given and you're, you're on the right path. So keep up the good work. You know, it's, it's nice to have um, new podcast listeners come on over to We Live on a Planet and uh, Jacob's one of the one of the newer ones that came over recently. And I, I, I'm so appreciative and thankful for that because I've, I've heard the analogy before about Anchor. So I don't remember who said it, but they said, you know, I think it was actually the Weekend Watcher, if you've ever heard of the Weekend Watcher. He had described us as a, um, we're like a big community and each of us live on our own little city block. And so like right now, everybody that we're all tuning in and we're all listening to one another, we're only in a small little community of Anchor. And just down the street, there's another another community of anchor it's just different people listening to one another and so to have my anchor community grow feels awesome and that i'm appreciative for and if you think about that that um anchor's big there's a lot of stations out there and if you're maybe maybe you've got i don't know let's just use the say you've got a hundred people that you follow let's just say that just imagine there's hundreds hundreds more just right down the street from you. So it's fun to poke around and start listening. And uh, when somebody comes and knocks on my door, that's air quotes doors, you can't see that. At my podcast, I love to welcome them in. So thank you, Jacob, for coming on over and being a new listener. And I have another new listener. Let's take that phone call right now. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, how's it going, Patrick? This is Prophecy from The Everything Show. Just calling in to congratulate you on being in the top 100 podcast here on Anchor. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. I like your podcast. I'm an avid listener. Just keep it up, man. Congratulations. Welcome back and thank you, Prophecy, The Everything Show, congratulating me on making the top 100 uh, podcasts on Anchor. And I, I do appreciate that. And uh, thank you. When I came back on in October, uh, this is when I first started October, it was the top 10. And um, I, I made the top 10 list back in October. And I was really thankful, very, very thankful. And then shortly after it went to the top 20. 
And I actually made it on that list too. And I was pretty happy and excited. And then it went to the top 50 and I actually made it on that list and I was real excited and happy. And, uh, and then it went to top 100 and for a while it was top 100 episodes. And I, I made it on that a couple of times when it was episodes and now it's top 100 podcasts. And, uh, I've made it on that before. And so I'm very thankful, very, very, very thankful and grateful for that. Um, but it's not everything to me. It really isn't. It, it's important. Absolutely. I, you know, to be on that, you're going to have more people listen. So that's the truth. But I'm also doing this for other reasons. You know, it's not just to, uh, be number one. If I get caught up in that too much, it's, it's not fun. I don't want, you know, that's not the whole re I didn't even, when I first joined anchor, I had no idea of a leaderboard anyways. I had no idea what anchor was when I found anchor and I had never podcasted before or anything. And all I did was just came out and was myself and just talked. And that's still what I continue to do today. Continue to be myself, share with you guys what's going on with me and, um, shoot from the hip sometimes. So I'm very thankful that you um, all tune in. You can find me at WLOAP.com. That's the easiest way. From there, all my social media and all that kind of good stuff's there. And I just recently got a Twitter account. And my Twitter handle is at WLOAPDOTCOM. WLOAP.com. All spelt out, though. I tried to get We Live on a Planet, but somebody already had that. And, um, yeah, so come on over and give me a tweet. I just finally got on Twitter, and I'm enjoying it. But follow me on Twitter. It would be a lot of fun. And thank you once again. I know I keep saying it, but I, if I could come over and give you all a nice seafood dinner, I would love to. Unless you're allergic to seafood, you know what I mean? But then I I don't know. We'll have uh, pizza, something. I don't know. I'm rambling. Let's take a break. Let's hear... Uh, Let's play Drive, Incubus. When we come back, we've got our random fact. Thanks again, guys, for everybody for who called in. I do appreciate it. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. That music means we're going to learn something. Let's get a little bit of wrinkles on our brain. When was the first hybrid car invented? In 1901, Ferdinand Porsche developed the Loner Porsche Mixti Hybrid, the first gasoline electric hybrid automobile in the world. The hybrid electric vehicle did not become widely available until the release of the Toyota Prius in Japan in 1997, followed by the Honda Insight in 1999. Man, 1997 is when that Toyota Prius came out, huh? If you had a Toyota Prius in 1997, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings right now, but that was one of the ugliest cars. <laughs> I can't, I still think to myself, I'm like, when they finally, they came out with these uh, hybrid cars and you you look at them and you're like, who wants to drive that thing though? They were they were some of the ugliest cars, and they really have changed an awful lot because I think a Tesla is not ugly at all, and I would love to have a Tesla. I wonder what an electric vehicle would be like here in our upstate New York winters because we get some doozies. I wonder what it would be like. It brings me to my very first podcast that I ever did back in October was about self-driving cars. And it's a, it's a train wreck. So please don't, I'm not telling you to go back and listen to my first podcast. Well, actually, yeah, go back and listen to my first podcast. If you want, you'll see it. it I'm so different. It's so, so, so different from the way it is right now. But I talked about self-driving cars and 
how I really thought that that would be the wave of the future. And, and uh, I think that that's going to be the way it is with hybrid cars, hybrid cars as well, is that we're going to look back in maybe 10 years and just can't believe that we had all gasoline engines. I think that hybrids will be the wave of the future. And I think that we're starting to think greener. Everybody is. California just recently passed any new home being built has to have solar panels on it. So I thought that was cool. And I think that's going to be the way cars will be too, is that after a certain date, any cars manufacturer have to be hybrids. And right now, maybe you're screaming and yelling at at the phone or yelling at me and saying, that sounds like a terrible idea and self-driving cars are da, da, da. I, I've been in this debate with so many people, so I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. This is just my thoughts that I think self-driving cars are going to be fantastic and hybrid cars will be too. And I think self-driving cars will save people's lives. They tr- it just will. Not to mention knock off all that road rage because we've gotten into a society where we're just angry, mean people anyways. So just take away that factor of some road rage because there's not going to be any because of self-driving cars. There's not going to be anybody cutting anybody off. There's not going to be anybody speeding. There's not going to be anybody whipping around you. Everything is going to go in a nice orderly fashion. And, uh, I think that will take a lot of stress away. Driving is stressful. It can be very, very stress. I used to love driving and now I, I, I can't really barely stand it. I I'm looking forward to the day where I can just get in and push a couple buttons in it brings me wherever I want to go. I like that idea. All right, well, I'm glad we learned something. That was kind of neat. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. We'll get into uh, this day of history, and then we still have the daily teachings by Rhonda Byrne. So stay tuned. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're joining me. Let's uh, head on over to the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day of history. On this day of history, 1881, the American Red Cross is founded. Clara Barton, definitely. Okay, in Washington, D.C., humanitarians Clara Barton and Adolph Simons found the American National Red Cross, an organization established to provide humanitarian aid to victims of war and natural disasters in congruence with the International Red Cross. As soon as I opened this up and I saw American Red Cross founded, I knew right away Clara Barton. And I knew Clara Barton just because... Um, I've done a lot of historical interpretation at Fort Ontario, and I really am interested in the American Civil War. And so I knew as soon as I saw American Red Cross, I knew Clara Barton. Clara Barton was known as the angel of the battlefield during the Civil War. She tended to the sick and dying so closely, even on the battlefield, that there's a report of one time where a mini ball, a bullet, but they called a mini ball, um, went right through her dress and struck the guy she was working on. She was just fearless. Barton was born in Massachusetts in 1821. She worked with the sick and wounded during the American Civil War. And, like I said, she became known as the Angel of the Battlefield for her tireless dedication. In 1865, President Abraham Lincoln commissioned her to search for lost prisoners of war. And with her extensive records she had compiled during her, the war, she succeeded in identifying thousands of the Union dead Andersonville prisoner of war camp. So, yeah, it goes on to state a bunch more about Clara Barton, and um, it's pretty amazing. She was fearless and uh, definitely an angel of the battlefield. Let's take let's scroll, and I'm just going to find out if something jumps out at me. I just, I'll open it up, and we'll read it together. Oh, here we go. 1901. We heard about 1901 earlier was when the first hybrid car was invented. 
This one happens to be 1901 Connecticut enacts the first speed limit law. Huh, must be they heard about Fernanda, 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 I can't say it. Uh, Mr. Porsche's uh, hybrid car. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. 1901, Connecticut enables the first speed limit law. On this day, Connecticut becomes the first state to pass a law regulating motor vehicles, limiting their speed to 12 miles per hour in the city and 15 miles per hour on country roads. Wow. Speed limits had been set earlier in the United States for non-motorized vehicles. In 1652, the colony of New Amsterdam, which is now New York, issued a decree stating that no wagons, carts, or sleighs shall be run, rode, or driven at a gallop at the risk of incurring a fine starting at two pounds Flemish, or about $150 in today's currency. Holy cow, that's a lot of money. Um, it goes on to state in 1899, New York City cab driver Jacob German was arrested for driving his electric taxi at 12 miles per hour. Wow. Some interesting stuff on the History Channel. Let's see what else happened. I'm just going to exit out of this and scroll, and we're just kind of doing it live. See what else? Oh, 1992, Long Island Lolita is arrested. I don't even need to open that one up. I remember that was uh, Amy Fisher. She shot Mary Jo Buttafuoco in the head. And uh, Mary Jo ended up living, but Amy Fisher was only like 17 at the time. And they, the press ate this up. You know, if it bleeds, it reads type stuff. And they ate it up. They ended up making made-for-movies about this and all kinds of crap. Uh, what else do we have? 1960, a huge earthquake hits Chile. And then we have 1955, Chuck Berry records Maybelline. Let's listen to Maybelline. There's a bunch more you can find out on the History Channel's website. Go on over there, get a wrinkle on your brain, and learn what happened on this day of history. Let's hear Maybelline, and when we come back, we'll get to the secret, the daily teachings, and finish off the show. I'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's finish off the show with the secret, the daily teachings by Rhonda Byrne. We're on day 81. The law of attraction is like a giant photocopying machine, giving back to you exactly what you are thinking and feeling. If things are coming into your life that you do not want, then it is certain that most of the time you are not aware of the thoughts you are thinking or your feelings. Become aware of your feelings so when you are not feeling good, you can stop and change the way you feel. And how do you do that? You think thoughts that make you feel good. Remember that you cannot think good thoughts and feel bad because your feelings are the result of your thoughts. Day 81. Thank you. I appreciate your time today. I really do. I hope you had a good weekend and I hope you even have a better week. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow around the same bat time, same bat channel. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today the best you can. That's how I'm trying to live. And uh, I'll talk to you then. Peace, my friends.